Today we read a long gospel for the Sunday, so I'll focus mainly on the parable of the wheat and the weeds. Um, this parable can be read in a, in a social sense, but also in an individual sense. The social interpretation is the one that we find in the explanation that the Lord gives uh, uh, down, if you go down the text, um, he says, you know, harvest time is uh, the final judgment and the wheat are the children of light and the weeds are the children of the evil one. So basically it's an explanation of why there's, or why God allows evil or, and suffering to exist in history. Why is it that, you know, in, in our church and in the world, in families, in in society, we see this mixture of of good people and people who are not so good. You know, uh, those who has, whose lives are pointing to Christ and those who are causing a lot of pain and trouble. Um, it's interesting that obviously the parable means, intends to say that hearts are pointing one way or the other. Um, it's it's hard to tell in the moment, you know, where they're pointing, but they're always pointing in one direction. Or the other. It's hard to be like in between. You know, either you, you your heart points in direction in the direction of the good, of what is good, and 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 of your conscience, or you're you know more consistently betraying your conscience, and you're going against what God wants for you. Um, but again, the, to the answer of or the question to the question of why God allows uh, this to go on is because he want, he allows that mixed situation of the good and evil ones to exist because he wants to give the opportunity also for free creatures to choose God, to choose his kingdom. Taking away the possibility of suffering and evil completely would mean that God would have to take away the possibility of free will, of free choice. And that would also imply taking away the possibility of generosity and, and, and selflessness and general self-giving, you know, love, free decision, free decision to follow him, to follow his call. So God wants to allow also for that heroism of those who want to uh, respond to him, to his call. And that means, well, allowing that free will can also go the wrong way. Um, it's also a time of patience of God. God waits because those who, even those who are kind of oriented towards evil, can change, and, and many of them will change because of uh, the calling of Christ, because of the action of the Holy Spirit in their hearts, they will finally be converted. So that's the social interpretation, okay? Why God allows evil and suffering is such a difficult topic. Well, it's connected with the possibility also of freely chosen good. The second interpretation is the, the individual one, and it's that mixture of good and evil things in our own hearts, in our own souls. You know, you might see this around in yourself and around yourself. Maybe there's someone who is a great leader, someone who is very assertive and strong and infuses security in others, but also this leader can be harsh and, and <laughs> relentless and very demanding and, and kind of difficult to live with. Or you may find a person who is very, you know, empathetic and everybody loves to be around this person, but then uh, at the same time, it's not someone who may infuse that sort of security and direction to others, maybe more scattered-minded. Uh, maybe you find a person who is very um, broad in their interests, you know, is very, can encompass many different things, 
but then they're not particularly good at any one of them. Uh, or the contrary trait, you know, someone who is very a great specialist in something that uh, they do really well, but then you know take them out of that field and then not, not, don't know exactly how to do things. Or you know, someone who has great social skills and is amazingly good with people, but then they're not as organized or, or you know good for the planning purposes. So you know, and it's hard to know what what side to choose. And uh, at times you can see how this different personality traits also lead to, very easily lead to moral uh, implications. How people who are, for example, uh, good with people can be very, you know, kind, charitable, uh, good listeners. They are the kind of people that make you feel good to be around them. Uh, but maybe over time they also uh, make you a bit impatient because they never, maybe they don't finish things on time or they forget about things and not as, you know, as accurate and maybe in order to please others they may say things in a way that is not completely truthful or honest. Um, so, you know, each of these different personality traits, they have their good side and their their bad side and, and at times that also kind of trickles over into, into some moral decisions. Um, you know, when we when we see this in our own souls, uh, what we need to do is part of it is to be patient. Uh, to we 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 easily get very impatient with ourselves and we complain to God, "Why do you allow this to be in me?" And He says, "You know, wait. Many of these things that you want to uproot completely, if you completely took if you took them out, you yeah, you would have less trouble, but you would also deprive yourself of a lot of good things you could do with them. You know, many of these." Your personality, your main desires, your inclinations, they have uh, weaknesses, they have you know, dangers, but they also give you opportunities. And you have to kind of know how to, let's say, how to use them for good and, and kind of moderate or uh, control the, 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 the damage that they can do. So maybe a good, a good topic to meditate today is what are those traits? What, what is your personality like? And this individual interpretation, you know, what's, um, what are those main qualities of the field of your soul? Uh, and in what way can they kind of develop into weeds and become problematic? Or how can also the, the, these traits be an opportunity for good fruit? And just then talk to the Lord about it. What, what does He want you to use them for? And how does He want you to avoid the dangers they may imply.